Welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I'm your host, Deb Packman. Today's topic, we are going to go in a little bit deeper than just kind of shallow fitness talk. Because I can talk all day about the external things that you need to do, right? You need a calorie deficit, you need high protein, you need to be active, you need to strength train three to four times per week, right? Like I can, and just be fucking patient and consistent. But on top of that, there's an internal game of fitness. And like some people call it spiritual fitness. Some people call it internal fitness. I call it internal fitness. So to me, there's external fitness, which is doing all of those things, pressing all of the right buttons. And then internal fitness is the mindset stuff that we have to work on in order to help us stay motivated, stay successful, stay consistent, and stay patient. And just trust the process even when we aren't seeing results. Because let me tell you, sometimes you're not going to see results. And you just need to keep fucking going no matter what. But the topic I came up with this morning while I was thinking was sometimes you have to be selfish in order to be selfless. Sometimes you have to be selfish in order to be selfless. So what does this mean? It means that if we don't take care of ourselves, we have nothing to offer. If we don't if we don't show ourselves that kindness, love, and compassion, then we're not able to show the others that kindness, love, and compassion that we know we need to show to others. So what does this mean as far as your fitness journey? It means that sometimes you need to take out time out of your day, away from your loved ones, away from your kids. And I trust me, I have clients who have lots of kids and they make it happen. They make time happen. But they kind of have to be selfish in order to put their health first so that they can be the best parent they can be. Right? I'm gonna use uh I'm gonna use my friend, we'll call her Maria for an example. Okay, I don't want to put her name on blast, but Maria has five kids. She's been a client of mine for only about four months now, which is pretty new for clients of mine. Usually clients that I work with stick with me for at least a year. Um, but she has been with me for about four months and her progress, she actually wanted to build muscle when she came to me. She wanted to kind of recomp because she had a little bit of body fat, but she was like pretty skinny as well. We call this skinny fat. So she was skinny fat. She was at a low weight, but still had a high body fat percentage. She was not quote unquote toned. So she came to me looking to recomp or recomposition, body recomposition, which means losing fat, building muscle at the same time. You can do this in a slight surplus or you can do it at maintenance calories. As long as you keep protein high in your strength training um, with progressive overload. But like I said, she had five kids, guys. So when she came to me, she was already working out. She was already going to the gym. She was already making it happen. But the thing is, is she was not, her nutrition was not dialed in. She did not know, she did not meal prep. She was kind of making food with her family. And then she would make herself different food. And it was kind of like really unsustainable because if you got to make a whole separate meal for, for you and a whole separate meal for your family all at the same time that's like who the fuck can do that other than like bobby flay shout out to the goat bobby flay 
Um, and for those of you who didn't know, I used to be a chef, so I look up to all these like chefs when I was a kid. I used to watch Food Network all the time. She was making a meal for herself and a meal for her kids and her husband all at the same time because she thought she couldn't have the foods that she was making for her family. What we did was we worked on tracking, we worked on flexible dieting, we worked on tracking her calories, figuring out how many calories was in a portion of the food she was making, and then eventually she started to transition more to meal prepping on Sundays. So she would meal prep her proteins and carb sources and any vegetables she liked. She'd just chop them into a big bowl and just have those available. And then she can make quick, easy recipes with those throughout the week. This was kind of putting herself first, taking that time out to meal prep every Sunday so that she could spend more time and energy making this food for her family. And then she also would have like meals with her family three or four times per week. She would have the food that she prepared for her family as well. Now she knew how to track it. Now she knew how to put that information in my fitness pal and actually track it. So she actually stayed on top of her goals and she's actually crushing it. She was, she's gotten so much stronger. She's built more muscle and she's gotten leaner all at the same time. And actually she's eating more calories than she actually wanted to when she first started with me. She's like, I'm so full all the time. So anyways, this is an example of her putting herself first so that she can be selfless. She was selfish so that she could be selfless, okay? Sometimes she would have to wake up super early in the morning in order to get to the gym and then get back to the house and then take her kids to school and get them ready, get them all dressed and take them to school and she would make them breakfast and all that. And like, I couldn't even imagine how much time, energy, motivation and drive someone has to have to be able to wake up that early, go to the gym, come back, prepare food, cook breakfast for your kids, <laughs> take them to school, then go to your nine to five. And then when you get off of work, she would get her steps in. Then she would go get her steps in. And then she would prepare dinner for her whole family. And then she'd get them ready for bed. And then she'd put them all to sleep. I mean, like, can you imagine? I, I'm sure there's a lot of single moms out there or just moms in general who listen to this podcast or maybe dads, I really have no idea. But, you know, my analytics say mostly women listen to this podcast, but I have, you know, 30% men. So shout out to my, my minority of men that listen to this. But the mothers who listen to this podcast, like, I have so much respect and admiration for you guys because you guys are actually doing this whole fitness journey with kids, figuring out a way to make it work. You're not using excuses, but you're putting yourself first so that you can be selfless in your journey. Because I know, I know you feel bad sometimes going to the gym and like leaving your family at home, but in order for you to feel your best, you need you need to have self-confidence. You need to get strong. You need to feel good about your day, about what you've accomplished. And sometimes like people use being busy as a crutch, as an excuse. They're like, oh, I'm so busy. You know, there's 168 hours in a week. And if you're sleeping eight hours a night, that's 112 hours you still have left. Let's say you're working or taking care of your family for 40 hours a week. That's another 72 hours per day, per week that you have. 
and then you divide that number by seven. So there's still 10 hours per day that you have to get it in, to meal prep, to get in your workout, to get in your steps, right? Let's say you dedicate two hours of that time to your fitness journey. And, and here's the funny thing, guys, is you don't have to go to the gym every single day. You only have to go to the gym three or four times a week. And my super, my super busy single moms out there, like, I'll only program three days a week for them to go to the gym because I know how busy they are. So it's usually on their days off from work. And then one day that they do go to work, I'll have them go to the gym either before or after work. I always recommend trying to go to the gym before work because after work, we can come up with all kinds of excuses. But before work, if we can wake up early, that's the best time to get it in, in my opinion. That's just what I've seen. So try and get your workouts in early in the morning. That's going to help so much. But if you if you just dedicate an hour out of your day to doing what's right for your fitness journey, you're going to see incredible results. It's not about what you do on, you know, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, whatever. It's about what you do on a daily basis. You really have to make this shit a ritual, make it a habit, make it a part of your routine to go outside and get your steps, right? You know, I have people all the time, I don't have time to get 10,000 steps per day. Yes, you do. Yes, you fucking do. You are just making excuses. Now, there, there is like the rare maybe 1% of the population that does not have time to be active and go get steps in. But for the rest of you guys, you're just making fucking excuses. And I'm not buying it because that used to be me. I used to make all kinds of excuses for my behaviors, right? I would be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not hurting anybody but me, right? This is like when I was addicted to drugs and alcohol. You know, I'm not hurting anybody but me, right? It's it's my body. Why the fuck does anyone else care what I'm doing with it? Every single action that you do, that you take, affects your loved ones, whether you realize it or not. And also, if you are a parent, your kids see the habits that you are that you are partaking in, and they're learning from those habits. So if you're making excuses for why you can't hit the gym, or you're making excuses for why you can't get your steps in, or why you're not eating the right foods to, to achieve your goals, your kids are seeing that. And they're seeing that example that you're setting, and you're setting a bad example for your kids. I'm sorry, this is a little tough love this morning. I wasn't expecting to go here, but we're going here. You're setting a bad example for your kids. So maybe this will motivate those of you who have a hard time doing things for yourself because you feel selfish. You know, you need to be more selfish and more selfless so that you can set a good example for your kids, so that you can set a good example for your circle of friends, right? You can be the change. You can be the change. And you can never change anyone else. Like, let's say, you know, you have a significant other who's lazy and he's not supporting you on your fitness journey by, like, having the right foods in the house or not. You know, maybe he keeps your trigger foods in the house or maybe he or she keeps like ice cream that you know you can't stay away from in the house it's not fair for you to tell that person hey you can't have these foods because i i can't have them right that's not fair it's not fair for that person but what you can do is you can come to them like a human being and you can say 
hey, I'm, I'm on this fitness journey. Like, this is really hard for me to have these foods in the house because I won't track them into my calories. I'm not weighing out serving sizes. I'm going in late at night and I'm having scoops of this and I'm basically cheating on my program that I, that I know I don't need to be cheating on. Like, this is not helping my goals. And I feel guilty about it and I beat myself up over it every night I do this, right? Maybe that your significant other will realize that, okay, maybe what I'll do is I'll have this food in single serving batches or if I need to have this food because I'm craving it, I'll go out and buy some and I'll have some there or I'll bring it to the house and I'll have a single serving of it. And you can do it too. You can go to the store and have a single serving of it because it's easier to track. Now you can put it into your calories. Now you're holding yourself accountable to the calories that you consume. So again, you got to put yourself first so that you can be selfless. If you want to set that example, you need to first set, sometimes set boundaries and sometimes set expectations for how this thing is going to go. And if your partner, significant other is is still not supportive after that, then I'm not a relationship counselor, but sounds like maybe you guys need to have a serious heart to heart talk. But anyways, this is all I really got to say on this topic. Hopefully this motivates you to go out there and be a little more selfish so that you can be a little more selfless, okay? I laughed when I was saying go out there and be a little more selfish because, you know, that's not something you'll hear a lot. That's not something that everyone would give you advice to go ahead and do. But in order to be our best selves, we got to put ourselves first sometimes, right? And this goes against everything we hear as like a parent or a significant other. You got to put the other person first and blah, blah, blah. I call bullshit on that because if you're not taking care of yourself, you have no business bringing your best self into that relationship. All right. Love you guys. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. P.S. You know what? I've been doing these daily episodes, daily podcasts, and they're feeling pretty damn good. Like I'm enjoying them. No promises that I'm going to keep doing these daily. It's a lot of work, but I am enjoying them and we'll see what happens. All right. Love you guys. Bye.